Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ed Robertson, hoping you're enjoying this special encore presentation of our conversation with actor, author, screenwriter, and U.S. Army veteran James McKeachin that originally aired in November 2014. This is Mike Connors. You are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with our guest James McKeachin, star Tenafly, First Monday, Matlock, The Perry Mason Mysteries, and other films and TV series. James is also the writer and producer of The Purple Heart, the true story of the discovery of a lost Purple Heart medal that also tells the story of our nation's oldest medal of valor. The Purple Heart is in pre-production. To keep track of the latest developments, go to thepurpleheartmovie.us, www.thepurpleheartmovie.us. US. Some of our listeners, they'll, they'll remember you for Tenafly. Other listeners, they'll remember you as playing Lieutenant Brock on the Perry Mason movies from the 80s and early 90s. Now, I know you, Perry Mason, th- those movies were produced by Dean Hargrove, and you worked with... Right, my friend, yeah. Yeah, okay. Thanksgiving, uh, I'll go to him for uh, Dean Hargrove has a, a, you know his reputation. <laughs> I, I will get him to help me in the producing side. Okay, well, you just you just answered my question because I wondered whether he thought of you when it came to casting that character, and it sounds like he might have. Uh, Dean Hargrove is a wonderful human being. Uh, every year since the, the old shows, all the Perry Masons and the Matt, Matt Lock, he did too, don't forget. Mm-hmm. And then don't forget he did combos. He's at a Christmas party or some party that year, and uh, the first thing that he's already called me for the Thanksgiving thing two weeks ago, as if I'm going out of town or something. He's a wonderful <laughs> hearing stories about, I mean, a lot of times when you do a television show or a movie, I mean, you work together for a certain amount of time and then you go your separate ways, but we, we like stories about case examples where there's friendships that are formed, lifetime friendships that are formed as a result of working on one thing or another. It sounds like that's what's oh, going on. I know exactly what you're saying. That's not you know, one of the first persons I went to after I finished the script uh, was Clint Eastwood, my old friend from, you know, whatever, and uh, I told him I begged, I said, Clint, I need help on this movie. Let me, tell me that you will direct it. Tell me that you will direct it and I can go to the studio and get the, and they'll, uh, let me shoot it. And he said, well, let me get finished with this picture that I'm working on. Uh, that was the movie with those. Oh, yeah, the four, was, the, four, uh, the Four Seasons. The Four Seasons. Uh, and then he finished that movie and I called him. And he still never returned the call. And then I called him again, and then he's doing another picture. I think it was called Standalone or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still haven't heard from him. But if he had said yes, I'll direct it, uh, I could have gone to Universal, Paramount, or whomever to say, listen, 
if I got cut equal directly, but no, he has a return to call. A lot of things is timing and a lot of things, and I know this a little bit from my line of work. You got to stay on certain people, you know, you got you to be persistent without being a pain in the you-know-what, and it's like, that's an uh, art form. I, I, I can assure, assure you, I stay on top of it. I, because if you're talking about writing on the script, it's powerful. That's right. I, I, I have never heard of one that's this powerful as this well, thing is. And again, you can find out more about the Purple Heart movie by going to the purpleheartmovie.us. Speaking of Perry Mason and Dean Hargrove, obviously, you know, Perry Mason was Raymond Burr. You'd worked with Raymond before on Ironside, and I think he even did a Kingston Confidential with Raymond. Uh, what memories do you have of working right. with Raymond? Right. Well, you know, researchers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I work with him, and uh, I like Raymond. Raymond was, uh, was uh, uh, a good guy to, to, uh, to work with. Now, there's a guy, if he was still around, I could go to him and say, Raymond, I got this uh, thing that I don't want to do, and hell, he'd have been standing right in front. He'd have been like it as that. He'd say, whatever you need, I'm going to help you. Yeah, that's, that's what I understand. I mean, he was a very, you know, from what I know about him, he was a very generous, very giving, very loyal guy. Very, very. And then, and, and, uh, Ed, you might know, be interested to know, I still talk with uh and I'll go over a call now, particularly at Thanksgiving Grove, to Barbara Hill, you know, who... Uh, Della, Della Street. Della Street. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah, well, and again... And she's I, like that. So we can have a little lunch every now and then, and uh, just, she's just like Raymond, just a sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I talked to Barbara a few months ago on the program. It was a delightful conversation. Did you tell her that I'm responsible for her career? <laughs> <laughs> She did. She did. She didn't tell me that. How are you responsible for her career? If you talk to her again, tell her I was saying all these bad things about her. That's true, sweetheart. Okay. Let's see. Another person that uh, you've worked with uh, before is Sidney Poitier. I understand that actors like to work with him as a director, especially because he understood what you guys do as actors. Oh, Poitier is a class. This is nothing but a class act. I call them. Uh, Yeah. And I know that feeling goes back and all of them remember mine. Mm-hmm. But he's good at, uh, but, but as I mentioned, he, and you know, when I did my play, I was going around the country doing my one-man play, who was one of the first ones sitting in the first audience at the theater here in Los Angeles there was old Sidney Poitier. Well, you know, it's just, plus I understand that he was very good at keeping things calm on the set because a lot of, of some, some directors, they like to create, they're, they're manic and they like to, but the Sydney wasn't like that. Sydney kept things calm. No, Sydney, Sydney was a class act. Uh, we were down in Mexico shooting Buck and the Preacher and he was as calm as, as could be. Yeah. In fact, what had happened is that the director, whose name I won't really mention, was fired off of that, that picture and Sydney took over the reins. And you know, brought everybody back down to earth. Yeah. Well, he's a good, 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 good guy. Well, that's what you got to do sometimes. Of course, I understand you, you mentioned, you know, there comes a point where it's hard to remember dialogue. You should do what Raymond Bird did. I understand he was a master at using cue cards. Oh, he was. <laughs> Raymond couldn't remember hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, if you took that card, just took the, um, the teleprompter away from him, you were in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. he... I was amazed when I found that that out about him because he, he did it in such a way that you couldn't tell he was reading. I mean, he because he was he was in the. Car- it was amazing out here. The only guy that I thought could, that could have matched him as far as having that talent was mm-hmm. uh, you remember Jack Webb Dragnet? Yes, yes. Well, Jack always used the teleprompter, 
and Jack would make you use a teleprompter. Mm-hmm. That's right. And and uh, ja- and and Jack was really just the facts, man. And of course, Jack was responsible in in a lot of ways for you starting your career because he cast you. Oh, in- yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Uh, Jack, Jack was, uh, yeah, he was right there. He uh, he was quite something, quite a really, really quite a quite a guy. As was another guy who, well, he didn't use the teleprompter. As, as far as loyalty goes, was the was the, was the Duke himself? Was the, don't forget, you know, I worked with Ellen a couple of times, and would have been another time, but I uh, I was doing my pilot and I uh, begged off, and I didn't beg off. I just said I'm not going to do it, and uh, and uh, the, the Duke didn't take that too kindly, so we didn't have us ended up having uh, a drink again after that. Yeah, well, of course, I, I... he was a guy that you could have gone to, like the like trying to raise the funds and all that. I could have gone to him, and he would have done it. You know, even though he had the terrible reputation of being uh, a super right winger, which he wasn't, John Wayne was just for anybody that was fair, and I defy anybody to prove anything any different. Mm-hmm. He just he just loved this country. Yeah, and from what I know about him, yeah, I would if if he were around, yeah, I would think he would be he would be behind you in the production of the Purple Heart because it is, speaks to things that that really are at the heart. Uh, of what this country is about, because it is, it, and it, as, as you shared with us a little while ago, when you when when you read a little excerpt, you touch on the nature of war and you know why war happens and and what and what happens when 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 people from different backgrounds find themselves in an unlikely situation and what you need to do to bond together to get through that moment. Is there anything else about uh, the Purple Heart that you want to tell our listeners that I haven't asked you, James? No, except I promise you an incredible film, one that you haven't seen before, and an honesty and a truthfulness that you don't see in movies. James McKeachin is the writer and producer of The Purple Heart, the true story of the discovery of a lost Purple Heart medal that also tells the story of our nation's oldest Medal of Valor. The Purple Heart is in pre-production to keep track on the latest developments of the Purple Heart movie, go to the purpleheartmovie.us. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Caroline Aaron, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station at the usual time. Our guests will include Christopher Fryer, co-author of many books on movies and television, including Jack Nicholson, the early. You'll join us for that. In the meantime, a reminder that both the digitally restored release of Jack and the Beanstalk, starring Abbott and Costello, and season one of the Abbott and Costello shows, both of those titles are available now on Blu-ray through our friends at ClassicClicks.com. The annotated Abbott and Costello by Nick and Maria due out later this year from our friends at McFarland Books. Finally, a reminder that Movie Land, the latest installment of the Eve Ronan mystery novel series by Lee Goldberg, Movie Land, available wherever books are sold. You can follow Lee Goldberg at Lee 
Goldberg.com, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Ed Robertson, Beth Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.